0: Welcome to Special One Cards Podcast, a weekly podcast on the soccer market, soccer cards. We talk about prospects, we talk about products, and we look at some data to help you make some buying decisions for the future. Hosted by me, Paulo, on a weekly basis. Look for special guests occasionally, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram, at Special One Cards. Looking forward to interacting with all of you. Welcome. Episode 30. We've made it to 30. Pretty incredible. Again, thank you for your patience. I haven't been as, uh, let's say, disciplined in getting these out on Wednesdays, more like Wednesdays or Thursdays, whatever the case may be. But another another episode, another uh, milestone in the books with episode 30. Um, today's episode, I really want to, uh, there's a few things I'm going to cover uh, number one do some recap on the Champions League games that have have happened the last few days some shocks for me um, maybe not some shocks but uh, some surprising kind of advancements if I was to go back and look at uh, how and what I uh, expected to happen um, didn't really happen we'll also talk about the um, I'm going to look at some Donra stuff from the recent release. Uh, I want to kind of bring uh, some attention to some folks um, that are collecting some of that stuff or looking to collect some of it. Primarily the scarcity and t- and basically player scarcity. When I talk about player scarcity, we'll, d- we'll kind of dive in a little bit in terms of the players that I am uh, particularly kind of, um, let's say, attracted to from this set. Uh, and particularly, I'm um, looking at the Rookie Kings checklist and the Rookie Set checklist. Uh, then we will also talk about, I'm going to start doing a, free, uh, a few different previews every week as the season kind of winds down. We'll have some players to uh, take a kind of snapshot at their season how they progressed uh and what to look for for their cards and whether they have a rookie card or not uh this on this episode we're going to talk about the french league i have uh, i think four or five players that i want to kind of bring to your attention to look out for in terms of players you might want to try to focus on uh, and take a shot on and when i say that take a shot i'm talking about a less uh risk with a high ceiling high reward uh type of um prognication right um and, and getting players that are not uh a focal matter of the hobby but have performed on the field that could potentially produce some profitability for you uh if you are a short-term collector or a long-term collector if you're collecting whatever the case may be so i want to talk about that um also want to talk about um What else did i want to talk about i think there's are a few good good things to kind of delve into so let's start with the champions league reviews here um milan lost on um tuesday a uh, tough game for them uh, especially after the first leg really difficult uh, against a, uh, a team uh, inter milan won one nothing over the Two legs is a 3 nothing aggregate win. Uh, AC Milan, clearly, Leon was out the first leg, which impacted them quite a bit in terms of being able to establish their counter-attacking football. And then in the second leg, obviously, a 2 nothing hurdle to climb over a very uh, disciplined defensive um, Inter Milan team that just plays as a team. Uh, no real big superstars, although I do think Latour Martinez and... Um, Liga Barella are fantastic players, uh, really kind of overlooked in the hobby. And that could be because they're in Serie or because they don't score as many goals as the kind of the top guys do. Um, so, you know, not much to say there. I was actually optimistic of AC Milan kind of turning the result over. They didn't, unfortunately. Uh, I expected more uh, from Liao, especially in that second leg uh, on Tuesday, Uh, but it seems like he probably is still injured and hurt, so not really sure what the the kind of uh, future holds in terms of his injury, Um, but we'll see, Uh, AC Milan may have to shut him down for the rest of the year, I'm not sure what's going to happen there, but he is staying at AC Milan, looks like they're getting an agreement done, so that's... uh, that's a great thing to see good to see him stay at that club ac milan is a big club um so it is a, a very very good thing for Surya. it's very good for ac milan it's very good for rafael to stay not in an environment he knows uh, well and where he can improve further so I, I i still think he's a great opportunity his pricing does not reflect the value he has i think so you know continue to look at him i know i kind of talk about him quite a bit uh and then the other um you know, what, what, what a shocker here. City, Real Madrid, uh, City just yesterday turned it on with a 4 uh, nothing victory over the two legs of 5-1 win. I think uh, that goal in Madrid was crucial for City uh, to go into the game with some confidence. Um, certainly helped them. And, you know, what can we say about Bernardo Silva? The guy is just always in the right places at the right times. You know, great great player, uh, does not get the accolades or the uh, love in the hobby as he does uh, from the pundits in terms of uh, on the football field, right? So, you know, he's one of those guys that I started to think about, and I'm by no means going to say he's better than Andres Iniesta, but uh, very similar player, uh, versatile players that can really play anywhere across the midfield or the forward lines, but you know, Bernardo is so smart, um, just a, a great player to watch, uh, a player that came again from the Benfica Academy who, you know, at the time uh, when Benfica uh, was coached by George Zeus in those, I think is 2012, 2013, he thought he was going to be a left back, make him a left back, which, you know, it's kind of laughable at this point. And he only made one appearance for Benfica. So, you know, there are uh, folks out there that, Think he played a lot for benfica he did not play a lot he played a lot for the b team as his career kind of grew on and was then uh, sent out to monaco uh, on a loan i think initially and then with a purchase option so at the time good mis- good business for benfica uh, good business from monaco uh, monaco ends up selling him to city and i expect him probably to leave at the end of this year wouldn't surprise me if he ends up at psg or barcelona he's kind of one of those players that could really um Influential squads really well uh, bring that winning mentality. You forget at Monaco, he did win a Elite One title there as well um, with a team that included Radamel Falcao, Young Kylian Mbappe, uh, Fabinho was there at the time as well. So a lot of really good players at that Monaco team at that time. But again, you know, everywhere he goes, he wins. Uh, Bernardo Silva is is a winner, a fantastic player. Um, again, another player that's kind of not. Uh, you know he's overlooked in the hobby quite a bit uh, and i think he's undervalued he, and i'm making that comparison to andres and yes in terms of valuation the hobby and yes it carries a lot more weight in terms of value even though some of his stuff is considered kind of uh vintage in in this space uh but um It not so uh nes also has a euro title which bernardo does as well uh i'm trying to remember was i think bernardo was on that team on the camera. he may not have been actually now i think of it but um he does not have a world cup so that may be one of the kind of the fallbacks where that comparison might not uh make sense uh you know the comparison i'm making is because both players are supremely intelligent high iq players not the most athletic players but supremely intelligent players so uh bernardo's rookie is actually a sticker you guys have seen that posted on my instagram before uh from 2014 foot i think uh, in the Monaco kit so those are out there if you're looking for one now's the time to get one um so we have an interesting matchup coming up uh on the 10th of june on saturday uh, a little later this year for champions league i feel like um but you know city milan Uh, playing in Turkey, Uh, there has been some rumors that the game may get moved to Lisbon, uh, to where Benfica play, or they'll lose, uh, because of the unrest and the uh, instability in the Turkish government at the moment. I don't know how true that is. Um, I am speculating here, but uh, it would be cool to have that uh, in Benfica Stadium once again. But this game is going to be an interesting game. You have a team, uh, an Inter Milan team that is well organized, well disciplined uh, defensively. Can hammer you on the counter if they need to. Uh, I'm just going to be really interested to see what they do, um, and we'll see if for City if they need a Bernardo Silva to step up again, or if you know Holland uh, scores those meaningful goal, those meaningful goals. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday in the game, he had a few opportunities uh, that didn't go his way. Thibaut Courtois made some tremendous saves. That really kind of, uh, I started to think that maybe Madrid was going to have this game because of how Tebow was playing. But ultimately, uh, City, Pep got it right, did a really good job um, on uh, performance uh, yesterday. And um, Pep just knew, knew what he was doing. Uh, tremendous, uh, tremendous job he did uh, in that game. Uh, you know, uh, organizing his team uh, on what they wanted to do. But we'll see if that transfers over to the final. So it could be an interesting matchup. Um, you know, the odds makers have Inter Milan almost a 7-1 to one underdog. So uh, it might be a good value bet for anybody who thinks that Inter can win it uh, with their kind of their approach and uh, their pragmatic approach to, to these games. So we'll see what happens. Now, the other topic that I had uh, talked about in the... I forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode was a post I had made on Instagram regarding some vintage cards. It was kind of a cluster of vintage cards and why uh, I associated those, and I wanted to talk about that uh, briefly. But before we start doing that, um, some reminders: there is a break coming up. I'm being very patient about this. Um, I posted the break on the fourth of May. Uh, we still have uh, quite a few spots left. We're doing a box of finest um and chrome from last year and we're also going to be doing a box of chrome from 2020 2021. and um last year's museum as well so it's a four box break we're doing 35 spots and um they are 35 bucks each already includes shipping and uh, if you buy two spots you get for 65 so if you're interested shoot me a dm um and i can send you the link for the form uh if you've already signed up thank you uh if you do want to sign up again shoot me a dm on instagram at special one cards and i'll send you the form to fill out and then send the payment as instructed on the form Uh, for those who haven't made payment yet please make that payment as soon as you can i like to have that accounting in order um basically it's, it's your commitment so hoping to fill this um maybe in the next week week and a half or so if we have to wait till the first week of june i'm okay with that It'll be perfectly fine. We don't need to rush uh, on that. So um, take a look, uh, sign up, um, and, um, you know, message me with questions. The other thing is the giveaway for the Pepe card. Again, um, we're going to extend the contest another week or so, or maybe a few days. Uh, What you'll need to do is uh, once I post this podcast, make sure you enter You'll have to go to the post with the Pepe rookie sticker. It's a giveaway, and name all three teams that have that he's played for in Europe. Okay, um, in Europe, uh, we will exclude the Turkish team that he did play for. So it's got to be the three teams he's played for in Europe. Um, and uh, so you gotta go on that post, put those three teams in there, and then once I make a post for this podcast you have to share this podcast to your story. So pretty easy, nothing complicated, kind of twofold action here that you have to do, but uh, it makes for a little more fun. And, and maybe if we get enough entries, I will do maybe the giveaway this weekend, or maybe we'll wait till next week. Uh, we'll do a kind of an IG live on that. So so as you saw um, the other day, I posted a basically a collage of some vintage other sports cards, uh, some kind of modern cards, and some what we may even consider in the soccer hobby uh, vintage as well. Some 90s, 80s rookies of some iconic players um, in the soccer world. Uh, And the reason I I posted this was it was for all of you to kind of understand when I talk about the infancy of the soccer card trading market and why it is significantly still um, in its infancy, right? One of the cards posted was a LeBron uh, Refractor Rookie, right? Uh, 2023 PSA 10 card ladder value, $32,600. So um, another was a Kareem uh, Rookie, a Dr. J Rookie, well uh, larry bird rookie um mike trout rookie with auto you know 11k on the on the trout a uh, base chrome auto uh ricky henderson rookie uh from 1980 tops 100k for psa 10 jeter rookie 93 sp rookie uh i think that's probably i can't even remember now that's a that's a big card as well um a Ray Bork rookie, OPG, 7,500. Um, Mario Lemieux uh, rookie, uh, and then OPG, PSA 10, 33,000. Uh, Jim Brown rookies, you know, PSA 9, Jim Brown rookie, um, Valued at about 887,000, last sold in 2017 for 336K. So the reason behind those posts are. A few reasons, right? Again, soccer market is in its infancy stages. You look at a Ronaldo. Ronaldo was po- posted there, R9. This was a 1994 El Mundo Deportivo. La Estrela's Ronaldo, card number 88, sticker number 88. Card the last sold was 1470 at PSA 6. Ronaldo is arguably one of the all-time greatest, right? Uh, all-time greatest strikers and a PSA 6. So if you look at some of these other guys in their values like look at a jim brown arguably one of the best ever a psa 7 of his rookie uh last sold and actually that was last week for 8100 um granted the the ronaldo is a psa 6 at 1470 but i would argue that ronaldo's probably on the same level as a jim brown in terms of how great they were at each sport and their disciplines right but that ronaldo stickers only at about 1470 so Another one you'd look at is a Paolo Maldini, arguably maybe the greatest defender ever, uh, possibly. A PSA 9 of his um, sticker last sold um, for 1550 excuse me, for $2,400 in 2021. Again, I know that's 2021, but look at a Paolo Maldini, uh, PSA 9, $2,400, right? And you if you align it with some of the other guys on this kind of list or, you know, there's no reason why it shouldn't be as high as some of those players right uh zidane rookie right which is a 91 92 panini foot card number sticker number 43 i keep saying card but uh a psa uh six uh last sold actually in march this year for twenty eight hundred dollars um so uh, you know i hope you guys are understanding what i'm trying to get at here as uh, another one, here's another one, 99, Panini, Campeonato Brasileiro, Ronaldinho, sticker number 124, PSA 5, sold for $1,140 actually this past month. We're talking about greats in the soccer game uh, that have been around for a while, and these are low-pop cards, just like the other cards are in terms of the comparison. Like, granted, I use kind of a lot of these, like PSA 10s, PSA 9s, um, But you have to understand there is a correlation here in terms of what we're looking at for players, right? Uh, Dr. J, PSA 9, right, rookie, sold this past month for $18,938, right? Yet, you have a Maldini, arguably one of the best, probably the best defender, like I said before. PSA 9 sells for $2,400. Think about that for a second. There is a, a kind of, I would say gap there uh, between a Dr. J card and Dr. J was a very good player, but he's not on Paulo Maldini's level in terms of when we look at uh, player for player and in their sport and the impact they made. No offense to Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre to Dr. J, Um, but you know this Maldini sticker is a prime example of why there's opportunity and why the soccer market still is in its infancy. We haven't kind of appreciated or set the market yet in terms of some of these vintage stickers from the 90s, from the 80s. I know some of the other ones are starting to command those values, but you really need to start thinking about these things as you go forward in your collecting duties and what you're looking for for the long term. I hope that makes sense. If you guys have questions about the kind of and that was a really kind of quick analysis on it. I didn't want to spend too much time on it, but I wanted to let you guys know that there is, uh, when I look at these numbers, I'm seeing quite a bit of uh, value fluctuations in terms of sport to sport in comparison of greats versus greats on the sports. And this is why I always say that the soccer market is in its infancy stages. So, you know, next time, take a look at some of these older kind of generational uh, best players of their era uh, and start to think about, you know, the future. Uh, And I'm not talking like a year, I'm talking you know, five to 20 years out, uh, think about that. Um, you might enjoy kind of hunting some of these uh, rarer types of, of stickers for your collection to have. Um, but if you've already started, then you're on the right road, you're on the right track, and you're ready to go. All right, I wanted to kind of review this Donruss uh, 2023 set that just came out again. I wanted to talk and particularly about scarcity and scarcity of rookies. We live in an age where there are multiple rookies of players. Sometimes there's a thousand different rookies with parallels and all these things. So I wanted to look at, and I started to do this because I was very curious. uh, And what got me to this, just so i give you a backstory, is my hunt for Antonio Silva parallels out of the Donruss set. Uh, Antonio Silva, the Benfica defender, he's got one card in the set. And it's in that Rookie Kings uh, insert checklist. That's all he's got. He's got that, the base, the green, the orange, the silver, the purple, pink, black. And for those that don't know, green are exclusive, I believe, to the mega packs. The orange are exclusive to blasters. Silver, I think, is exclusive to only hobby boxes. Purple is also exclusive to the blasters. Uh, pink, I think, is might be actually both or all of them, and then black one of one. So the pink is of five, black is one of one, and purple is of twenty five. The purple is coming out of the blasters. I pulled one uh, Benzema net marble, so that's in there. So all in all, you have green, orange, silver, purple, pink, black. So there's six parallels plus the base, so there's seven total cards now why I did this because I'm looking for Antonio Silva I realized when this when the set checklist came out that all he had was a rookie Kings card now this is important because now the other releases haven't come out yet we haven't seen we've seen well we've seen first edition and flagship and I haven't seen some of these guys in those sets as he, either uh, why this is important I started to go over the rookie Kings checklist and the rookie the rookie set checklist to identify players that didn't have cards in other sets yep you heard me right they only have these cards and I found out this is true so in the rookie kings checklist yasin adli which is uh card number one for ac milan i actually pulled this purple of 25 which was nice he's only got this rookie card uh mikhail or michael uh Sadilek of uh Czechos- czechoslovakia is only got that uh that's card number five Raul Bellanova, I think this is the only card. I'm trying to make sure. That one I might not sure about, but that's Inter Milan. Um, Gu Sung Cho, and I apologize if I mispronounce any of these from uh, South Korea. That's his only card. Card number 13, this is Rookie Kings we're talking about. Antonio Silva again. I've already talked about him. This is his only card. Morato of Benfica as well, his only card. And then Luca del Torre. Uh, his only card as well, and the card number twenty-five. I think that's correct. So you have a blade. Uh, you have uh, in the rookie kings. You have base plus three color variations and three numbered variations. So there's seven total, as I said. <clears throat> so you know, if you want to focus on players that only have one card, um, again, I don't know if these guys are going to be included in in tops chrome or tops sapphire. I would imagine some of these guys won't. Uh, if they haven't included them already, I don't think they'll be in those sets. So. I did the same thing with the rookie set checklist. I looked at that. Um, That's the other kind of insert that's in there. They have the same parallel setup as the rookie kings. Green, orange, silver, purple to 25, pink to 5, and black 1 of 1. So you had, uh, I believe it was 8 players or 7 players. So you had Galeno from uh, FC Porto who's had a really good year. Uh, He's card number 4. Card number 9, Sung Jin Kang of uh, South Korea as well. No, card number 16, Alexander Ba of Benfica, another uh player uh, from Benfica that's not getting his card. Card number 18, Enrique Arujo of Benfica, another Benfica player, um, being put in an insert set without having a base or or a um optic or a Donus variation. So, um, there's another player I like, uh, Carlos Cuesta of Colombia, card number 20. Card number 24, Haji Wright of the United States. He may have had something before, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't. And then Shaq Moore, um, also another United States player. He's in his first, it's kind of his first USA, uh, in his USA kit card, in his USA kit um, card showing that. He does have a mega cracks uh, from his time in La Liga. So, you know, there's... If I go back and over the players that we just talked about, there's seven, there's 15 players total with no other cards in the the checklist or in other product. Uh, this is kind of crucial and important to notice, especially if some of these guys uh, pop off. Uh, I have not watched all of them, so I'm not sure of it, but Antonio Silva to me is a guy that will be very good for many years to come. Yasin Adli at AC Milan possesses a lot of talent. He's an attacking midfielder um from france needs a chance there he looked actually really good last week uh when he played in the game uh, as milan was resting a lot of that players for the champions league game uh galeno of porto is another really talented player alexander ba- enrique rujo who's a uh, striker uh who could uh become a very good one for benfica uh he's out on money i think he's playing in uh the english league right now so um you know potentially could be Gonzalo ramos replacement if they end up selling him, which i think they will so look at those players out of those sets and this is why i've kind of asked for help in finding antonio silva kind of parallels or anything that's uh, numbered and in this case there's only really three it's a purple a pink or a black so again i encourage you guys to take a look at those 15 names and maybe i will do an instagram post over the weekend to reflect that but i want to give you guys kind of that information before i leak it out on the ig page um i think it's just valuable information it's something that i kind of started to really think about we need to think about these things more uh, in terms of the players and their scarcity player scarcity and player availability uh, what's out there, uh, and these are fine examples of kind of the Deuce on the Raphael Leon stuff where there isn't multiple rookies, there's you know very kind of limited number of them or very limited parallels of those guys. So, um, in this case, some of this base may be relevant because it is their only cards. So, you know, start to think about that. Uh, it, it's pretty imperative uh, if you're like a long term collector and you're looking at these players think about that and and try to uh justify a reason as to why you need to buy some of these players but again make sure you do the eye test on some of these players some of these players do not command big prices i did try to uh someone did reach out to me they had an orange antonio silva that they wanted to sell me for 20 dollars shipped and i was i balked at that i said no i'm not paying 20 bucks uh fabio Carvalho sold for three three dollars and change uh, and he's an offensive player antonio silva is a defensive player Although there was one that sold for nineteen ninety nine the day before. I just, that comp, I can't agree with. Uh, those blasters are pretty new. So a lot of the stuff that's being listed is kind of, um, you know, it's under the market. So the, the, the top prices are going to be there uh, as, since they are new. I mean, I'll give you an example. My Pablo Torre uh, orange uh, rookie Kings sold on eBay for 99 cents. Arguably a better prospect than in terms of goal scoring, right? potential at barcelona than antonio silva who's a defensive player so you know keep that in mind don't rush uh take your time in finding those things the parallels are a different question though because uh the numbered ones at least because those probably will be very difficult to find uh, at the end of the day so um just wanted to give you guys a heads up on that i think uh, that's pretty strong information uh, pretty strong content uh, to let you guys know uh, of what's out there all right, probably my favorite part of the podcast uh, today, but the last segment was really interesting to me. But this is a more interesting piece to me. Over the next few weeks, I'm going to go into, I'm going to try to cover as many leagues as I can, and players that I've watched this year, and watch them grow in terms of their value on the field, their, so in terms of their value on the field, and potentially their value in the hobby at some point in the future. I can't Promise you that this is something that's a year out, two years out, three years out. I just can't make that promise. Uh, as you know, a lot of the players that I do feature, uh, they usually come good uh, six to a, six months to a year out. That usually happens, but I can't make that promise with you guys. I'd be doing you guys a disservice by by doing that. But I wanted to focus today. We're gonna cover Liga, which for those that don't know. That is our illustrious league in France, the the French League, or aka as some of you like to call it, a Farmer's League. Um, and we use that same term with the Bundesliga sometimes, but uh, I assure you, I try not to call any league a Farmer's League. Um, sometimes I call the Bundesliga a Farmer's League, and that's only because of Andre Silva and his scoring cloud. It's two seasons ago there when he was second in the league in goals uh, behind Lewandowski. So... I took four players, um, that I really watched a that I really enjoyed watching and I wanted to talk about them and why I feel they could be potential opportunities for people. Uh, some of these guys you may have heard of, I've talked about these guys before. some of them, um, probably way back on my first podcast I did. Um, so let's start really quickly. And if I butcher these names, go ahead. You can DM me and send me all the hate you want, but, um, uh, let's start with a player of a uh, Toulouse, uh, Moroccan player. He's a 23-year-old right winger, uh, Abu Khalal, who has um, eight goals, five assists, and 34 games this year. Uh, he is a former PSV and alkamar player or product, right? Started at PSV, I believe. He did play at the World Cup for Morocco, and he played in four games there, and he scored against Belgium. So uh, you guys probably know about this player. Um, Now, interesting enough, he's only got really one kind of rookie card. Uh, It is a uh, 22-23 score card number 190. So that is the French League score Panini release that they did. Uh, So he's got card number 190. I've watched this player quite a bit. He is a pretty electric player on the right wing, has been very productive. Um, And it it could come. He's a little older, so some of you may not like him because he's 23, but Has a lot of upside, has a lot of upside. Next player is Ikoma Luis Openda, 23-year-old Belgian player, plays for Lens. He is a product of Bruges, having a really superb year at at Lens. He's got 19 goals, 3 assists, and 35 appearances. So uh, another, he's a center forward. Um, uh, He's a player that I could see potentially being uh, a mainstay on the Belgian national team as well. But he also only has one rookie card. Uh, there may be a second one out there, but I think it's an insert type of card. But it's from the twenty-two, twenty-three score, French Panini, French score. Release again, card number 57. Another play you guys should probably take a look at because, you know, he can score. Um, very good scorer. Um, so take a look at him. The next one, I have talked about him many times before. I featured him on my page before. Um months and months ago probably a year ago at this point who knows uh Ellie wahi uh 20 year old French national who plays for Montpelier in the French league as well uh again we're covering the French the French league today French league he's got 17 goals and six assists in 31 games he's a center forward but he can also play the right and the left wing so he's an effective player um <clears throat> in all those positions he does have a rookie uh, rookie sticker so if you're in the sticker market, he's got a rookie sticker in uh Panini Liga which is uh the 2021-22 card number 286 or sticker number 286. But he did have a rookie card uh issued this year in that same score set Panini score um card number 111, that's 22-23 of Panini Score French League. So I am really excited about him. I like his um number 1 he's 20 uh 17 goals, 6 assists, center forward, electric player, um, dynamic. I've watched him a lot uh, over the last two years, and the kid is becoming a really good player. So not sure if he'll transfer yet. Uh, he could probably use another year to solidify kind of what he's done this year. But he's a, is, he's an excellent player. And the last one is actually an 18-year-old that I have watched quite a bit, and I've seen him kind of grow here, uh, 18-year-old. Uh, French international plays for Tro- Troyes, Troye, if I uh, pronounce that correctly, but he's a right winger. He's got four goals and two assists in 32 games. You know, his stats aren't eye-popping, but um, from what I've seen positionally, he plays really well. Uh, he's pretty technical, has great technical ability. Um, needs to work on his finishing a little bit more, uh, but he is a uh, a very good player. His name, Wilson Odebert or the bear or in my french kind of uh pronunciation again like i said plays for a toyet Troyer, T-R-O-T-R-O-Y-E-S, is uh how you spell that team name four goals two assists and he's got a panini foot sticker in twenty-two twenty-three card number 449 or sticker number 449 and there's also a special insert in uh Foot uh from 2023, which is number 351. So take a look at those. He is a former uh, PSG product, and PSG is notorious for letting their talent go too early. Um, you know, they're trying to build a team with uh, signing players, uh, and I think some of these teams need to take a step back uh, and look at what they're doing. I mean, you look at Chelsea, right? They go off and sign um, uh, the Ukrainian player. When they had um you know Ilian jr the kid at, the kid at juventus in their system uh before they got rid of them so you know um i strongly think that some of these guys need to or some of these teams need to start to let their talent grow uh and then you know move on from them. so those are kind of the four players i'm looking at if i was to rank them I'm a big Wahi fan, Uh, like his upside, he's only 20, 17 goals, six assists. I'd probably rank him number one on my list. Opendo would be second at, because he's 23, he's a little older, so you may not like that, uh, but he's got 19 goals this year. He's a Bruges product, uh, and like I said, I think he's gonna be a very good Belgian national team player. And then Wilson Odeber, 18 years old, there's obviously a little more risk there because he's so young. And then lastly, Aboukalal for Morocco, international who played well at the world cup when he played and he's having a really good year in france as well so kind of my feature there i hope you guys like that i'm going to start doing that with a few leagues every week Uh, i'll probably do uh bundesliga next week um on next week's episode and then after that we will take a look at la liga and then we'll go to the portuguese league and we'll hop around europe and kind of uh do kind of a summary of various uh players uh, in various leagues to start to consider and look at because i think that's the fun part of the hobby is kind of discovering these players with um that could be uh, hobby breakouts eventually and especially players like this that don't have a lot of cards out there again you know we talked about in the segment before rookie kings and the rookies set checklists uh and, and those guys not having a lot of cards so um scarcity for those players is is imperative uh, for you to kind of start to identify that, identify where those opportunities lie. And again, I'm going to try to help you guys continuously to do that over the weeks to come with some of these players. I know some of you do not collect stickers, so stickers could be out of the question for some of the players we are looking at. Um, but I'm going to name them either way if they only have a sticker. Uh, if they do have a card, I will I will let you know. As you saw with these four guys featured today, they're all in that score product. Um, so, you know, um, you know, and it's, they are out on eBay, but you know, again, with shipping and things of that nature, people don't like the extra shipping costs from Europe and whatnot, um, or, you know, try to find a break where you can get into a break for some of those uh, French league teams overseas and maybe get a good pricing. Or maybe I'll get some and we can kind of break it. Uh, So we'll see what happens. All right. Hope you guys like that. Give me your feedback on that, on the, on that coverage. If you guys like to see that every week for the leaks upcoming, let me know. I'll post it as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of special one cards. Join us again next week. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at special one cards DM me any questions, concerns, hobby rants, or experiences you've had at shows online. Something for us to kind of talk about a little bit more. Again, thank you for the support. I really do appreciate it.